we played softball against our youth group. Yep. And lost. Yeah. Pretty handily. Pretty, 11 to 5. Not so. great. Not a great day for yeah. the, the staff. But uh, yeah, we're recovering. Well, we are. Right. Carrie, our children's director. Oh, goodness. First at bat. Straight to the ground. <laughs> tore her calf muscle. Yeah. Had a great hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would have definitely gotten on base and uh, right on the ground. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. So that's why we lost. Though, that right? is why we lost. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, Carrie, you. Failed hope, us. We hope you a good, a healthy and quick recovery, and also you failed us yeah, in our yeah, softball game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nazareth. With me, as always, Pastor David Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And no, Elise McCarter. None. Yes, she was actually even here earlier. Oh my goodness! And left the dedication or yeah. lack thereof, I should say. I know. No, she's off doing I don't know important things. I don't know what she's doing. Last time I tried to know what she was doing, it just went badly for me. So I'm not even going to pretend this time. Yeah, yeah. she's off. But hey, it's us, and we're holding down the fort. Oh yeah, and it's Thanksgiving week. It is Thanksgiving. Happy week. Thanksgiving week. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm a known Thanksgiving hater. You are yeah. jerk. It is for it the is. rest of us. It is what it is. Here's Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's great. Enjoy time with your family. Yeah, that's great. Enjoy the foods that you only get to eat once a year. Yeah, because they're not that good. They're all they're all <laughs> delicious. Enjoy. I mean, all pumpkin of pie them. is good, and you know, like if you have mashed potatoes and mac and cheese, like those are good. Sure. Yeah, those are delicious foods. Those are foods you eat year round. Yeah, so they're good. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, um, we we did a friendsgiving we last did. year. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll do one again. I think there's been talk of that. I think our wives are talking I'm about not, it. I'm yeah. not in that particular circle. <laughs> <Me neither. laughs> yeah, I saw a thing that was a wings giving. Where you go, it's like friends giving, like you come together, but everybody just brings wings. <laughs> I'm in. Me yeah. too. I like hot wings. Me, sure. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm pro. What, what flavor are you into? Uh, so when I go to like B-dubs, because they have the most uh, variety of flavors, I really like their Parmesan garlic, but then I also like to go out and get like actual hot wings hot wings sometimes okay. like get the get the spice yeah yeah there's a, a restaurant here uh, locally that has a, a mango habanero that are pretty tasty but they've got some serious kick to them okay i'm a lemon pepper guy that's probably Ooh, my, my okay. prime I, I mean i like buffalo but i don't want it too spicy sure so, yeah um all right let's get to our news we're all actually right. we're going to talk about thanksgiving oh okay i have a thanksgiving article for all right fabulous one. yes um but and i'm going to say I'm really sad Elise is not here for this. Oh, she would appreciate uh, some of the, the the pun work of this uh, of this article. Are you implying that I won't appreciate? The pun I work? am. Okay, well, that's probably accurate. All right, what do we got? Okay, a personal foul. <laughs> oh God, but foul is spelled F O W L. TSA absolutely roasts travel for hiding a handgun in a raw chicken. <laughs> There's so much disgusting about this. Okay, it's pretty good. This so is pretty good. already, I'm in. Yeah. Flyer, a, a flyer, a mm-hmm. aviator. No, not an aviator. A passenger. A passenger. That's what uh-huh. I'm looking for. Is going through TSA with a raw chicken. Right. <laughs> Flag number one. What? <laughs> I know. If you're on a plane, I mean, and the person it, next to you is holding a raw chicken. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's admittedly not liquid, I suppose. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's all that matters. My sister once flew with a uh, cup of frozen soup. And got through because it was not a liquid. Really? It was in its solid state <laughs> of, you know, frozen. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I have a TSA a story I'll tell after our article here. Um, so the TSA posted this photo on their Instagram, which includes the, the chicken with the gun inside of it. I mean, exactly where you would imagine. You where know. else are you going to put a gun in a chicken? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it seems like it's very well hidden. Like, I mean, you you would need a bigger bird, I think, for a good sized gun, right? Unless like a little tiny gun. Yeah, it could be a Derringer. Yeah, that's a small gun, right? Probably. 
welcome back to Gun Talk. <laughs> That's our other podcast where you and I try to think of different kinds of guns. <laughs> the two least informed people about guns. I know. <laughs> in the entire state of Texas. <laughs> Actually, it's, most weeks probably even in this room. We're yes. the least informed people about guns. All right. So they posted this photo on their Instagram. Okay. And TSA they, has an Instagram? TSA has an Instagram. And right. I, I'm going to say, it might be worth following after this. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> if it's all just crazy people and the stuff they find, I mean, that could be fun. All right, I'm going to read you this because okay. it's it's, it's right. solid. They I'm went ready. all in. Good for the TSA. TSA was yeah. like, you know what? We're this committed is, to it. Yeah, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it right. This is the only thing they did right that Probably, day. Probably, <laughs> yes. I'm not sure TSA does much right, but they're doing this they right. Nailed it. uh, there's a personal foul here. The plot chickens as we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving. For us, it's time to be thankful that our officers are always working around the clock to keep you safe. Oh my Take, for instance, this Can You Believe It find at Fort Lauderdale International Airport. We hate to beak it to you here, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. This idea wasn't even half-baked. It was raw, greasy, and obviously unsupervised. The only roast happening here is this poor packing choice. Feather you like it or not, there are rules for traveling with guns and ammunition. So don't wing it. Roost over proper packing, in packaging info through the link in our bio. So what they're saying here is that packing a gun inside of a chicken is not an approved gun travel method. <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> wow. Well, that is alarming news. <laughs> I'm not I, sure any, you know bird would be <laughs> what bird could i pack my gun in yes. that it would be approved a turkey is that better <laughs> right. i mean that gets a turkey could be pretty big it's gonna you yeah. know, maybe exceed your carry-on capacity sure yeah it's not gonna fit in the overhead compartment <laughs> yes. yeah yeah is what's between chicken and turkey is there any, i mean i guess a small turkey yeah i think like because a duck is smaller than a chicken yeah so i think chicken to turkey like that's the maybe chicken is the in between yeah, chicken is the chicken is the middle the middle <laughs> yes. child of the fowl because <laughs> like pheasants those are all small too yeah. yeah i don't know and now we've exceeded our knowledge of <laughs> birds birds and guns <laughs> take a listen to our other bird talk <laughs> <laughs> podcast um, beyond birds that's right that one comes out on tuesdays <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna tell you some solid work there. Sure. That was, that was, yeah, I'll applaud the pun effort. Yeah. Yeah. They they went in on it. I'm um, I'm for it. Uh, they also have another one here. I won't read it all, but about uh, an Instagram about somebody who left their their false teeth behind after a flight. Yikes. They had some get some good puns in yeah, there. Too. Okay. Yeah. It seems like you would remember your false teeth. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I've never flown with a raw chicken. So. Or with a gun. Or with a gun. <laughs> These are yeah. foreign experiences to me. Yeah. So we're uh, flying at Christmas. Maybe I'll take a chicken. Maybe. See if you can see what you can get. Yeah. Tell my mother in law, hey, I brought dinner. <laughs> Got this raw chicken that's been sitting on my lap for the last three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that it wasn't even like a cooked chicken. Like if it was at least like a rotisserie chicken or something like that. Like, okay, it's weird, but all right. <laughs> get it. But no, just just salmonella. You're just carrying. I know. You're going to get your gun. You're going to infect yourself. you yeah. got to go wash your hands before you shoot anybody. Yeah. yeah. You're going to infect yourself and the person you shoot. That's, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, I've been shot. Yeah. And I've got salmonella. That's <laughs> the real tragedy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's kind of like gross because, like, you know, it's probably got some, like, because it's been out for a while. So it's got, yeah. like, that chicken fat. Oh, yeah. You know. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. No, nothing about this is appealing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my TSA story. Uh, I, in college, was flying to meet family in Chicago. Okay. They asked me to bring, like, games for, like, family game stuff. Bring a chicken. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So I put it all my my chicken. 
um, so I packed this one game called Catchphrase. It's yeah, pretty fun, fun little game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know maybe probably a little dated for gaming, but it's yeah. okay. It was a little handheld handheld thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I get pulled over by TSA. They're checking my bag out uh, for the guy says for explosive matter. He's gonna sure. like swab it down. Yeah. And as he's doing that, he hits my backpack. <laughs> And catchphrase, the game goes off. And if you've never played catchphrase, it has a countdown timer. <laughs> so it's like tick, 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 like going off. And he's like checking my bag for bombs. Here's what I want to know. Do bombs actually make that noise or is that a, is that a, movie, a movie bomb? It seems like that would be the first function to turn off on whatever bomb you're making. Like, <laughs> yeah. you want to evade TSA? Just turn off the tick, tick, tick feature. Like, I guess if you're making the bomb, you want to know if it's about to go off. Right? If you accidentally... Oh, sure. So, so you're like, so I know, I need to get out of here. It's a self-warning as opposed to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So I had to be like, it's it's a game. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. And some of our youth got pulled over by TSA this summer. Yeah. Mostly for not dumping out their water bottles. Or hair sp- or uh, bug spray bug in their spray. backpack, yeah. which happened there and, and the back. Gosh. Even though we looked at every single one of them and said, dump out your water bottles. <laughs> like, cool, 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 cool. Yep. And then they, they do it anyway. <sighs> Traveling with high schoolers is always a joy. Yeah. All right. What do we got? What's our real story today? That's good. Thanksgiving. Oh. So this is from Baptist News, which we've used before. We have. Yeah. They're, they're cool. They're okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say they're a friend of the podcast. No, yeah, no acquaintance. Acquaintance. We run in similar circles. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe we see each other at the gym every once in a while. Yeah, at a high school reunion. We're like, oh, yeah. hey, how's yeah, what you yeah. what have you been up to? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, we make some awkward small talk, yep. and then we kind of look for our real friend group. Our, yeah, we look for relevant. Right. You know, <laughs> hopefully they're here. Where's relevant at? Yeah. Are they here yet? <laughs> Nothing without my relevant. All right. Um. So this is by Brad Bull. Okay. Uh. And the, I don't like this heading. The only reason I clicked on it because it said the word Thanksgiving, <laughs> since it's Thanksgiving time. All right. A Matrix Thanksgiving, the red pill, the blue pill, or dot, dot, dot. I'm going to tell you, that has nothing to do with the article. He was trying to be catchy and yeah. missed. I think, yeah, swing and a He miss. might as well have stuffed his handgun inside a chicken with yes. how big a miss that was. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a rough one. Yeah, maybe in a ham next time. Right there. Well, the ham doesn't hollow have a cavity. Out. We yeah. got to hollow it out. Yeah, you, you got to get that bone out and put the sure. the, the handgun in. Yeah. yeah, maybe you could wrap the gun inside a beef Wellington. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like a nice pastry crust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've had it before. A beef Wellington. I was so excited for it. It was not that good. Yeah, the pastry gets wet. Oh, that's and, disappointing. Yeah, was, I think maybe you had it wrong. Like somebody, somebody didn't do something. Well, it's right. like you know the the juices from the meat. Like I understand the, how. I'm just saying. <laughs> so anyway, so he, uh, Brad uh, remembers um, when he was in seminary. This article coming out, or this story coming out uh, from the early 1990s of uh, this uh, volcano erupting in Luzon, uh, which is in the Philippines. Okay. okay, volcano in the early 90s. Yes, and so uh, one. From there, you know, missionaries were there and they were kind of telling their stories. Sure. And they were saying uh, where this missionary family lived through mm-hmm. this volcano eruption. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're thankful God protected us. All right. So they were in, a, they were in traffic. A boulder was launched. It struck the car behind them, Oof. killing that ve- everybody in that vehicle. Yeah. But they were protected. So we're thankful God protected us. And so Brad here says, I cringed when I read that statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can I can empathize with that cringiness in the midst of a disaster like this, sure. right? Um, because it leads naturally to the question, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
God protected us. Why did he not protect the car behind us? Sure. Especially when you have these, these are white missionaries. Yeah. Those are uh, Filipino uh, natives. Natives may be a wrong word, but they're Filipinos. Yeah, they're yeah. Filipino family. Um, you know, so it kind of creates this like cultural divide. This Who may have also divide. been Christian. May or may not. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. So I think it's a good question. Like, how do we wrestle with this? God protected us when God does not protect everybody. Yeah, particularly in the season of giving thanks for yeah. all the things we have, right? Yeah. You know, because uh, Katie is no longer a part of the podcast, but Katie famously used to tell us about going around the room and everybody sharing something they're thankful for. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that many families do. I, I, it's a valuable yeah. part of Thanksgiving, right? To think about things in your life that we want to show gratitude for. That's great. Yeah. Um, but what, yeah, what does that mean um, about how God or how we think God operates mm-hmm. for the people who do not have those things. Yeah, right? and especially where for most of our listeners, uh, not maybe not all, and most of the families in our community, but not all, uh, Thanksgiving also has like an overabundance oh, sure. of like food yeah. and stuff like that on the table where everybody's like, oh my gosh, I can't even eat all this. Let's got to loosen our belts. Kind of all these jokes of like, we're eating more than we need yeah. this day. I mean, we eat more than we need probably most days. Sure. You know, but it's like, the lavishness yeah. and abundance is yeah, yeah. kind of associated with that thankfulness. I mean, it's called a Thanksgiving feast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, I don't know what the opposite of a feast is, but yeah. yeah. It's and, not that. and I don't think it's wrong for Christians to be thankful. No. And it's not wrong for Christians to feast. In fact, I think Christians should feast more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does create this weird dichotomy. How do we yeah. wrestle with thanking God with, on the other hand, knowing not everybody has this feast in front of them. Yeah. And uh, and maybe not even my neighbor. Yeah. You know? So uh, so let's start let's start there. How do we wrestle with that? Yeah, well so I, I you know, let's start with the the question of the missionaries, right? Because I think that's a helpful place for yeah. us to use as a launching point. So what do we do? Uh, and how do we respond when we very clearly are thankful that we have been mm-hmm. saved from some particular tragedy, whether that's <clears throat> a, a volcanic eruption with a boulder that's falling down sure. or it's an illness or uh, an accident on the highway, whatever that is, right? How In our we... community, it could be a hurricane, sure. flooding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My house was not destroyed and somebody else's was, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's appropriate um, to give thanks uh, for the things that we have. The language that we use around that is where I think it's also very helpful for us to um, be careful, right? So do we say, oh, I'm so thankful that we were spared? That to me gives a real uh, connotation of, well, I guess those other people won't and maybe or weren't and uh, yeah. maybe they don't have that same thing to be thankful for as opposed to saying uh, something along the lines of, man, I'm really uh, I'm really thankful that my family is safe and I want to see how we can be working for those families who are not. Yeah. Right. And having that uh, conscious awareness of my gratitude um, does not does not need to diminish the reality of someone else's pain. And I think so often we use our gratitude to try to diminish other others pain or or even to make our more, ourselves more comfortable in the face of that pain yeah i think it's easy to get to a place unintentionally or not to start thinking we were spared we have blank yeah. we have x because we deserved it mm. well in, in yeah. some small way i mean look all of us are the main character of our lives like that just makes sense like we see the world through our own lenses not through other people's we, we you know like so so it's easy to think like I'm the main character of my story. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm going to get saved in a hurricane. You know, those other people are not the main character of my story. Right. And so it's easy to start thinking, 
uh, on some level, well, yeah, of course we're saved because we deserve this. I have this, are we are giving thanks at Thanksgiving and we're thankful for all these things that we deserve, you know? So it, it's easy to fall into those traps. And it's hard to know what kind of sometimes the solution is to get away from that. I deserve being spared, right? I deserved uh, the good things in my life um, without kind of just completely falling into like nihilism, right? Yeah, like this sure. idea of like, well, why was I saved and my neighbor not? Luck. Yep. Chance. Like there is no cosmic force guiding everything because if there was, why wouldn't they save those, you know, the other pe- people and not just me? Mm-hmm. Why would mm-hmm. they, why would the hurricane hit at all yeah. if there's a cosmic force that can protect us? So then it's just like, well, some houses get destroyed, some houses don't. There's nothing you can do about it. Move on. You know, like, so it's hard to kind of like, where do we as Christians thread the needle between those two things? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and you know when we look even biblically, right? Yeah. Um, particularly in the stories of the Old Testament, we see plenty of places where um, Israel really kind of lifts up this this kind of narrative, right? That God um, either spared Israel or caused something to happen to Israel because of Israel's faithfulness or lack of faithfulness. Yes, right. Um, that that is a, a routine. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a novel term. A theme. That's yeah, it. yeah. That's a routine theme um, that we see uh, throughout Scripture, and so. We take that and we often apply it to our individual lives. And so I, I think there are a couple of distinctions that are really valuable here is that one, the Old Testament is the story of Israel. Mm-hmm. It's not the story of the world. It's the story of Israel sure. and how God is working uh, for and through Israel. And it's the, uh, the story of Israel in their understanding of the time, right? Uh, they didn't have an understanding uh, in the way that we do of how hurricanes are formed or how natural disasters happen or how illness spreads. Um, and so they were using the best explanations that they had. And the best explanations that they had often revolved around God causing or not causing uh, certain things to happen. You know, we now understand germ theory, for instance, and we understand that people get sick, um, not necessarily because they sinned or because God caused them to get sick, but because we didn't wash our hands or because they ate a raw chicken that had had a gun inside of it or whatever, right? Um, that, that we get sick from these types of things. And so in that context, we have to be able to remember that God is at work in the world regardless of the day-to-day events mm-hmm. of my life, right? Yeah. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean that God's hand is not at work in my life, um, but we don't have the full picture either. Sure. And uh, it is it is a dangerous uh, maybe dangerous isn't the right word. It, it's a treacherous uh, area to be in when we start thinking that the benefits that we experience are because God uh, is rewarding us for something and the tragedies that we receive are because God is punishing for us for something. Yeah. I just don't believe that's how God works. I agree. And I think partly, I think that's too personal. Of a, like God absolutely wants to have a personal mm-hmm. relationship with you. I have no problem with that. But I don't think God operates on a person-to-person basis. I think God is moving the world towards an ultimate conclusion that involves all of humanity that is bigger than me mm-hmm. and bigger than my small stake in this world. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's one piece of it is that what I, like, I don't have the whole picture. I don't know what this looks like. Sure. And the other piece of that is that I think so much of this gets caught up in this idea that being alive in this life is the best it's ever going to be. Sure. Yeah. Right. We're always thankful that we were spared. Mm-hmm. We're rarely thankful that we've, come to a, a, a blessed conclusion of our life and we're able to be with God forever in the promised salvation that is to come, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I get that from our perspective, right? Because we grieve the loss of the people who are not there. It's tragic. We miss them. We want them with us. Um, but at the same time, like, I, 
there are circumstances where I don't always know if it's better to be in this life. I think it's faithful to stay in this life as long as God uh, intends for me to be here. But when this life ends, this is not the best it's going to be, right? There's something better in store for all of us. There's something uh, different that God has planned for us. And so when we reduce our thankfulness and our gratitude to being alive, I feel like we are in some ways missing the point of the resurrection. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that you brought in, you know, the Old Testament to this. Well, thank you. Because uh, Jesus encounters this as well. Yeah. I don't know if you... Remember. He was a fan of the Old Testament. He was. Well, but he... He was a fan of the, the Testament, yeah. as it was called. The, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're like, this is the Old Testament. I mean, it was pretty old. Yeah. yeah even then, it was older. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you remember in Luke, uh, kind of a similar story happens. Mm. There's mm-hmm. a collapse of a tower mm-hmm. and people try to trap him and ask him, yeah. why did some people die yep. and some people live? Yep. And Jesus is pretty forthcoming and kind of basically saying like, the, the people who died are not unrighteous and the people who lived are not righteous. Yeah. Like that's not the barometer yeah. of like the bad, you know, the the bad things happen to bad people and good Mm -hmm. things happen to good people. That's just the way the world works, which we obviously know is not true. But that was kind of the operating practice of the day. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so that way, anytime anything bad happened to somebody who was seemingly good, you'd be like, yeah, must've done something. Not that good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And sometimes we think that is at work on the cosmic level and we can trick ourselves into thinking that Mm -hmm. because again, like we're our main, our own main characters we're well we're we're painful we're aware not just of our bad things but aware of our intentions behind our bad things so we can always say like i always had good intentions even when bad things happen i'm always a kind of a good person mm-hmm. in a sense um and you know sometimes fail to kind of grasp the greater picture and that is sometimes even in the midst of bad things happening jesus reminds us the rain falls on the just and unjust alike yeah and that means good things happen in this world to people who deserve it and don't deserve it. And bad things happen in this world to people who deserve it and don't deserve it. Yeah. Both of those things are happening all the time, yeah. simultaneously, in our neighborhoods, in our family, in our own life. Mm-hmm. You know, And we have to sometimes wrestle with that. Yeah. I will definitely say, when we ask these questions, why was my family saved and the other family not? I don't think you're going to get an answer. Sure. I don't think a, cl- a clarity of answer will ever get there. Um, so I think we have to s- eventually get to the point of asking, what now do we do with this? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, some people come up with answers, right? Yes. Like, I mean, uh, there's the famous answer of, well, God just wasn't done with you yet. Yeah. Which I can see how that's helpful, right? You know, for sure. somebody to perhaps turn an emotional corner to say, okay, like I'm here because there's things that I need to do. There are, are There's work that needs to be done. But it also, you know, leaves me in a similar kind of spot. Well, why couldn't this other person have been a part of that work, right? Why why did that person not have to be a part of it? And so I don't know that it's ultimately a resolution to this question. I think it leaves us with a lot of, of the same questions ultimately about where are we actually turning uh, with this? And I think it is typically grief. Where are we turning mm-hmm. with this grief and how are we handling that? I think that's a good question. So what now do we do with that is kind of a good yeah. question, especially here at Thanksgiving in light of like we're going around this table, we're holding our hands, we're saying what sure. we're thankful for. Now we have to say, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. What if, if I feel like I have gotten a blessing, what do I want to do with that? If I feel like I've been spared, what am I going to do with that? Mm-hmm. And I think this gives us something new. And maybe it gives us a chance to say something a little differently at our Thanksgiving prayer this year. Yeah. So instead of saying like maybe, God, thank you for giving us this food, we say, God, thank you for food. Mm. Uh, 
help us not to take it for granted. Yeah. Help us to remember that there are those in this world who do not have food in front of them. Mm -hmm. And also help us be a part of your kingdom that proclaims all will be fed one day. Yeah. That we could do that now. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean like take your turkey uh, through TSA. Right. And (laughs) have a gun in it. (laughs) And get it somewhere else. But it may ask us to re reoriented our sure. priorities and how we live our lives. Yeah. And I think that's an important part of how we do Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think that's a great point. You know, um, one of the simple things that I think we can do is uh, thinking about the ways that we are called to be blessed, to be a blessing. Right. And uh, you know, the first uh, covenant that uh, God makes with Abraham, <coughs> excuse me, the first covenant God makes with Abraham, God makes a promise of having a land that the people are going to live in, having offspring uh, that are going to, you know, cover the cover the earth and then that they're going to be blessed in order to be a blessing that the world all of the nations are going to be blessed through you and so if you're looking at your life and you're saying wow look at these blessings that i've received whether that's being spared or whether that's the abundance of food on your table how are you using that in order to be a blessing for others sure and what does that look like and, and take that seriously because if you're not using the blessings in your life to bless others i would say those are actually a curse um, that if you're if you're hoarding the blessing, if you're keeping it for yourself, if you are um, using it for the detriment of others, um, that thing that you might perceive as a blessing is actually a curse yeah. to you and and detrimental to your spiritual health and probably even to your physical health. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how are we blessed to be a blessing? That's a good question. Yeah, that was a rhetorical question. You yeah. Have to, yeah. That was just. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it, obviously the answer is going to look a little different for all of us. Because sure. all of us this Thanksgiving are going to say we're thankful for different things. Yeah. And that means all of us have a, a different challenge to say, how do I use this? Whatever I've been given, how do I use it differently? Yeah. And and how do I you know, be a part of the kingdom of God that is going to come where all families are spared? Mm-hmm. That is going to come where all families are fed. That is going to come where all families um, are protected from illness, sickness, death, and disaster. Because at the end, all those things are defeated. Yeah. So, but God is not just about a kingdom that is coming, but a kingdom that's now. So we want to be a part of that now. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, it's a little early to end for our usual episode, but I think that's it's okay. a holiday it's week. A, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Everybody's on vacation already. For sure. Yeah. You're on, you're on vacation, actually, as we I speak. Yeah. yeah. Where are well, you? Well, not as we speak. As well, we release. As, as we release. As you're listening. We're with family down on a, on a beach. Cool. What beach? Uh, outside of Port Aransas. Okay. Yep. Fun. Yeah. So if you're like, I need to go harass Pastor David this week. Sure. Come go find to, us. Go to yeah. Port Aransas. Go to the beaches of, Come have fun, of yeah. Port Aransas. Yeah. Get your chickens filled with guns. You don't have to fly there. You can drive. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, obviously you want to put your gun in a chicken. Oh, right. <laughs> you need a case for it. What we know about guns is that they're best stored inside chickens. That's what Patrick <laughs> and I understand. <laughs> Well, you know, I think a gun case is matters. So like the chicken case, sure. now you're like, if I'm going to get this chicken or I'm going to get my gun, I'm going to get chicken on my hands. Obviously. You know, so it's got to be a really important deal to pull out my gun. Yeah. So I'm not just going to like whip it out willy nilly. <laughs> okay. Like Yosemite Sam and just like shoot in the air. So with that, we hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving week. We'll let Patrick continue to talk about his raw chickens off air. So would you? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Would you point just the chicken at somebody or would you pull the gun out first? That's a good question. Maybe the chicken acts as a silencer. Maybe. Yeah. 
I don't know how this works. If you enjoyed this episode, which seems unlikely, but if you did, <laughs> you can find I all enjoyed it. <laughs> you can find all of our episodes at beyondsundaypodcast.com. Uh, be sure to send us an email. Let us know what you're thankful for this yeah. season and how you're uh, using that gratitude to be a blessing for others. You can send that to beyondsundaypodcast at gmail.com and have a very happy thanksgiving yeah absolutely share the thanksgiving blessing of beyond sunday with a friend absolutely yeah for sure yeah. don't hoard it to yourself that's right so go god around, has brought you to beyond sunday go, to, go around to, the room say what you're thankful for and then cue on beyond sunday for yeah. your thanksgiving conversation for sure if nothing else it'll stop your crazy uncle from talking about politics again and yes. you know you can do that that's what i'm most thankful for is to stop that <laughs> there you go yeah and uh even though i'm a known why thanks. is it always a crazy uncle it's never a crazy aunt there's some ants out there that are pretty yeah, crazy. There's got to be, right? I yeah. mean, just <laughs> law of large numbers would say some ants have got to be crazy. Or there's a bunch of like, you know, if your uncle's married, a bunch of put upon wives. Who are like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that, there's guys. also lots of those. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a Thanksgiving hater, but I hope you like what you're, you're eating. However you choose to commemorate. However you, whatever yeah. meal you're eating or commemorating, or if you're just eating fast food, which cool. I've done, yeah. uh, no shame in it. I mean, I'm thankful. I'm, I mean, some I, fast food, they're shaming no matter what time of year it is. Fair enough. <laughs> I am thankful for our listeners. Beyond Sunday. Amen. Yes. All right. Have a great uh, Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Beyond Sunday. In Advent. Yep, it's Advent time, everybody. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> our yearly Advent rant. <laughs>